Hi, welcome to Mark Langley's Horsemanship Podcast. I'm Ginny Barnes. And I'm Mark Langley. Mark, I'll go straight into the questions. We've got questions from our online members. Um, so these are people who are just watching lots of your training videos and they get to ask you questions every fortnight just so you can kind of help them keep on track with all the little areas that they're doing. And the first one is from Karen. Karen says she's just going to teach her two mares to pony off each other. And ponying off for those um, who aren't familiar with that term just means leading another pony off another horse. She's watched uh, your videos about how to prepare them for this. It's a great video and she said it's, um, she's really enjoying it, so thank you. Her question is about riding and particularly steering the horse that she has with only one hand. She's had a couple of goes to practice with one of the mares and while she can get the job done and get her to steer left or right, it's pretty messy. And she thinks more good luck than good management. She's just wondering if you have any tips in regard to this technique, rain position, etc. would be great, greatly appreciated. Or do you have any video suggestions to watch? Uh, yeah, that's always, it's always a tricky, tricky one, Karen. Uh, the, you know, getting your horse to steer nicely one-handed, especially if you haven't done a lot of one-handed steering with your horse or, or prepared it for that. Um, the thing with good foundation is it takes a while to get two-handed riding going well with your horse and then you know build build to one-handed riding so one-handed riding can come from a lot of areas it can come to when you, your horse is working better uh, off understanding uh, how to follow a bend of the inside rein and steer but also that's when you, your seat and legs can come into play uh, but even if you weren't riding with your seat and legs your horse understands through the reins that it steers off one rein uh, you know, off a neck rein. So neck reining is when the the, the outside rein would touch on um, the opposite side of your horse's neck to get it to look and 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 travel to the right, or you know, uh, if it was to look to the left, yeah, the 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 rein would touch the right side of the horse's neck. Uh, but to build up for that sort of neck reining, you want the horse steering very nicely and start to set up that when you lay the rein, the horse knows that it's going to go that way. Okay, so. Um, but something that I do when I'm neck reining on sort of younger horses that are still at a two reining steering stage is I make sure that they're steering pretty good to the inside rein. And, you know, it's quite common that you can sort of hold a bridge uh, in your reins. And uh, when you steer, you can just slide your hand across and just take more of an inside rein and put a bend in your horse and use that inside rein in a one-handed fashion. So you're just holding your, you know, like a, a bridge in the rein means instead of holding the two reins close together in one hand, you've, you've got them going through your fist uh, and you can use the twist in, in your wrist and a bit of a bend in your elbow to sort of get the uh, a rein to, to, you know, the inside rein to work on one side or the other. But if you've got a horse that's still very crooked and learning how to steer, then it's not going to work very well. You want a horse at least steering quite nice to the inside rein. Um, and that's why what I do is I swap hands you know when I'm when I'm poning I'm swapping hands and I'm swapping inside rein and I'm just teaching horse to follow a bend to the inside around that pony horse and then go the other way and then you know so 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 that's one way of doing it when your horse is not completely uh, neck reining um, is is just 
hold the bridge and steer a little bit but you you, you want to get away from the pony horse and teach your horse that uh, on its own so so you know that the horse doesn't take a lot of rain to steer it um so if you're at a stage that you're you're sort of looking in the direction where you want to go and your horse understands this that you know that there's a shift in seat that you do that, that it follows then then obviously you could you, you'd add that into it and that's all part of you know building that foundation on your horse so your horse understands everything but just in the rain management side of it um you know you'd, you'd get your two-handed reining uh, steering right a lot of just follow the feel of the inside rein and then to build neck reining and, and and if you're teaching a horse to neck rein you're probably going to do it without the pony horse because it's just interfering with getting your you know horse learning something because you know you're trying to fiddle with the other horse and you, your accuracy won't be as good so the horses by the time you teach a young horse off another horse um that horse that you're riding has has to be going reasonably well okay um but once you've got your horse steering with both reins and you build up neck reining is you're going to take an inside rein and you start that turn but but what what will start to happen after that is you'll lay the outside rein a little and you can do that in a two-handed fashion where you lay the outside rein um, and then start to steer with the inside rein and you start to teach that horse that when you uh, lay that outside rein it's to start to yield off that outside rein but the reason why you're getting it to steer to the inside rein is you're getting it to look into the direction of travel because a lot of people that just lay the rein um, uh, sometimes they get their horse to crooked and twisting in the wrong direction so, so it's very important that you sort of first of all teach them to look and then lay the rein um, and it's a it's a good thing to build it in increments so you look lay the rein and the horse finds center so you, that you're imagining that the horse's wither is pushing off the outside rein and moving into center again so you so you're not just laying it and then the horse turns and then you straighten your hands up you're almost doing it a little bit so the horse ends up finding the center there and then finding the center again finding the center again as you go around the corner so that's one way of looking at it when you do it you go turn center turn and or, or turn and the horse finds center turn and the horse finds center um but yeah if you're just cheating and you and, and i do this one on a slightly greener horse i'm just steering with a slight bridge in my rein, so I'm still using my inside rein to get that, that, that bend on the horse, but you get your horse pretty soft at that first. So yeah, thanks for that. And uh, yeah, just, just just practice a bit more on your pony horse at one-handed riding before you, before you, you get the other young one leading. Okay, next question is from Dawn. Dawn says she's got a two-year-old gelding. She's not really a horse trainer, but she's obviously just trying to progress and build up a, a really nice, strong relationship with him. She started standing with him and spending time with him and she greens, greens him, but he's not very good at letting her pick up his feet, which is also hard for the farrier and um, he, he's a gypsy, so he's got lots of feathering. Do you have any tips for getting horses used to their feet being worked? Um, yeah, well, the thing about feet, um, so obviously standing with your horse and getting it used to you is one thing, but getting a horse to yield is another. Now, yielding is a horse willingly giving giving itself in a way to allow you to do something i suppose so um, some people sort of teach a horse to yield by taking off the horse all the time um, so you see a lot of um, times you know when we pick up a foot of a horse the horse is taking itself away from the pressure so some people put pressure on a horse and then the horse removes itself from that pressure um, and that's sometimes a horse just escaping from pressure whereas when a horse yields it's kind of giving um, 
and that's it's a different way it's a different feeling in the horse because the horse is thinking it and doing it and actually happy to give that foot or happy to move in that direction so um, before I get onto the foot scenario I, I, I want everybody to just um, think about yielding and just moving away from pressure so I'm going to go back to a, a, a scenario which I explain a lot is the horse that's walking towards the the dam or the say that the, the a, a horse that wants to walk to the to the water trough okay now there could be a mob of horses in front of it so the horse that's walking towards the water trough can choose to do a straight line now if that horse walks a straight line and those other horses gently move out of the way for that horse they're giving that horse they're yielding for that horse and they're giving that horse space to move to that water trough so so that is 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 my definition of a yield that horse is softly yielding and giving space to that horse um a horse that's had its space taken off it or a, a, an incorrect yield is when the horse is walking to that horse trough uh, the water trough and the horse is in front of it it chases one off and chases the other off and chases the other off the horse will still get to the horse trough, uh, the water trough, and all those horses would have uh, moved out of the way for it. But uh, only one way did those horses yield, and that was the way that they gave that horse space. Where in in the bad scenario, the space was taken off those horses, and they just got out of the way of pressure. Okay, so most of the things we're doing with horses, we're trying to get them to give, not to us take something all the time. And, and, and feet and, and things like that is a, is, a, is, a, is a scenario where we can sometimes think that we're taking that foot and the horses just move off the pressure. And you see it a lot when people pinch a nerve on the horse and they quickly pick their foot up and then they grab the foot and things like that. So you want your horse to give and have a soft you know, mind to give its feet. And how does a horse give its feet? Well, it comes through all the training. So people always get a bit frustrated with me because it's like back to the drawing board back to the leading board leading and all those things so standing with your horse is good but it's not the horse is not um giving anything in a sense it's just spending time with you and knowing you're safe but as soon as you say can i have that foot it goes well actually i'm not used to that uh, i'm not going to give my foot so i a young horse in their training we're always setting them up to um think about things um follow a feel understand about yielding off pressure so when we get to their feet they're happy to hold the foot up and 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 us play with it and and they're not trying to snatch it back off us because they're, they're used to that yielding and things like that so connection is one thing but understanding yielding is all part of that education that we put in there all the way through so what i would say to you is get your horse leading very very nicely to start with because what we always fall back to when we're when we're handling feet is trying to get the horse's thoughts with the lead rope or something or to get it to look across a little or so 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 a, a good yielding lesson is teaching a horse to follow the feel of a lead rope in in each direction backing up things like that uh, we should be able to handle the horse all over but it's the it's the physical and mental emotional yielding to pressure that, that, that teaches a horse to pick up its feet um, so handling a foot is, is just getting a, a horse used to being touched but picking that foot up softly for a person is, is the yielding part of it 
So yeah, so the handling part, you can still do a lot of handling down your horse's legs and things like that and get your horse used to the feel, but it's giving that foot that's going to be, um, you know, the, the, the most important bit. So, so in the yielding, the horse is giving and moving. So basically everything, every yield has a movement to it. So when you, you know, a movement in picking up the foot, a movement in walking forward, things like that. So you're teaching a horse to yield and move sort of with the direction of the pressure okay now in, in teaching a horse to lead we're not teaching it to escape we're teaching it to follow the feel so when when you when you take that down to your hand of picking up the horse's foot it's following the feel of your hand up to where you've placed it so once your horse is leading nice backing nice all those things and it's okay it's okay about it it's not trying to fight it all the time and get cranky about it then you'd go down to the feet and you'd start to go well let's let's work on this foot and that foot so first you get them all handled so when your horse can stand there you just handle those legs all the way down and then the next thing you you, you do is you just go around and you put a little pressure at the back of the horse's uh, foot just behind the fetlock and and put a little feel there and and hold that feel there until the horse gently softens its foot and then you release and then you go and do it on another foot and another foot and another foot and, and just keep working around so basically you're not trying to say pick up your foot you're just saying just loosen and give so what will happen is the horse instead of balancing on that foot and, and holding it firm as you put some pressure there it'll just loosen its leg and say i give my foot to that hand and it'll just loosen and rebalance on its other three feet and if you can do that all the way around then the horse is actually going i give my leg to you i give I, i'm giving it Okay, even on really tight, nervous horses, you know, I've had sort of some, some really troubled horses that, that have been, you know, I mean, rehabilitation horses that I'll start at the hip and I'll just put my hand on the hip and just wait there and just wait and won't even put a lot of pressure on there. It's more the, you know, until the, the, that tight, nervous horse that's standing there tight with a t all tight muscles down the hind leg actually just loosens that hind leg and sort of gives that leg and goes, oh, I'm relaxing my leg for you. And you might just stand there at the hip and do that until that horse relaxes its leg. But but where you know what I'm saying to you, if it's a fairly quiet horse already, it'd probably just stand there going, if it, if it, you know, whereas I'm talking about like a really tense, nervous horse. But um, and you go down, you get it to give all of its feet, and then once it can give its feet, then it can probably give and lift its foot with the feel of your hand, and you just basically pick up the foot, hold hold the the the, the basically casing of the foot. You know, so you put your hand so it's on the frog and holding the foot as if the horse feels like it's on the ground um, instead of just grabbing around the leg because some young horses mightn't be used to that. So you just let it hold the foot up and then put it down quickly. So you, you go around and do that so you can pick up and put down, pick up and put down. So first yield, yield the foot, soften the leg, soften the foot. Um, pick that foot up, put it down and then go all the way around. And then basically it's a time thing. So... Um, you can pick it up and hold it for longer. Okay, the next thing I like to do, or like, well, part of it before I pick up the foot is I like to lead the horse and, and lead it on a short lead. And it, you know, you've got to be a little bit stretchy, but you go down and you rub the horse in different positions while it's moving. And, and sometimes, you know, if you feel safe and you, if you need someone to help you, you get the horse to, you, you get someone to lead your horse, or I would do it myself because, but I'm, I've got a fairly long reach on me, and I'll get a horse walking around me and I'll actually handle its back legs while it's moving and and see if it's okay about that because some horses freeze and and they pick up their feet but they're kind of tight and then as soon as they move they want that foot back because they think they've got to escape and um 
So that's when you know it's a true yield anyway, because the horse will soften and go, I'm, I'm here, my leg's here, and I'm happy to give it because I don't feel I need four feet to get away. Um, so yeah, while your horse is moving, you want it, you know, well handled and things like that. But, but basically go back to leading and, and, you know, where, where I think handling goes wrong in a lot of horses, especially when it's feet and, and you know, the body is people think I've got to handle that area. So they go to picking up feet and handling, 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 but it's education that teaches the horse handling is easy. That you know, once a horse accepts you, it'll let let you pretty well go all over it, and you don't have to spend hours going over it. It's the actual um, making a decision to do something to pressure and think and 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 be a bit more responsible that is is the hard bit. So once your horse is educated, the handling's easy. So back to the leading, lots of little things where you sort of just yielding that horse softly and then you go to the feet and then if anything goes wrong at the foot you've always got a lead rope that works to, to sort of just bring that horse back around and so you so you can sort of get yourself out of trouble so dawn there are loads of videos on on leading um work with ropes on the ground that are all about leading and understanding that connection and then there's a whole load of feet picking up videos as well if you just use the search bar you'll find them but i'll try and put some links in for you um, in the comments on that Facebook page so you can find them easier. Um, Dawn also just mentioned that when she's leading this young gelding that he does get really close to her on the halter. So yep. there'll be loads of videos that she can look at too. Yeah, so in in that response here, yeah, we have got different videos on that and that's, that's a bit of a personal space thing. Um, so in the long run, um, it's not just about personal space in leading. Uh, I, I try and to get horses to understand the, the 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 tension and slack in a lead rope, so so basically, if a, if a, if a lead rope starts to sort of get slack, the horse knows it's slackening and it slows with that slack. So that that's something we want to teach our horses, so it knows that you've not just that it's got to watch you and from when you stop, but something what I'll what, what I'll I'll do to start with if a horse is young and it's not sure i'll i'll be clear with my boundary straight away right at the start so basically what i'll do is i'll be leading leading the horse along and it'll i'll pick up a feel the horse will follow that feel of that lead i might be on about a meter and a half a lead rope and i'll stop and as i stop i'll gently push my hand back towards the horse so the horse feels a, a, a sort of a, a bit of a definite slack and when the horse feels that slack and it keeps moving, I'll just have a flag in my hand and I'll pop the flag and the pop, the pop of the flag will shock the horse and it'll stop it in its tracks without sort of, you know, you turning around and chasing it. It'll go, oh, what was that? And it'll stop. And then basically once it's stopped, um, you'll stand there and go, that was it. And then you'll lead again and do the same thing again and keep repeating that. Okay, well, and we'll find those links to the videos for you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Dawn. And um, thanks very much to uh, Karen as well for those questions. Okay, see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.